I got with my mom and I'm like, you're always throwing these fabulous parties for my brother, um, my brothers. And I was like, let's start, you know, an event planning business. So at first it was literally a hobby. Uh, mm-hmm. It was when I tell you, we started from the bottom. I mean, we started from <laughs> like literally started from my mom's basement. <laughs> and it was, and we were just doing stuff, you know, like, mm-hmm. and then it, for me, it's always about mindset and just being willing to learn. So we started, you know, talking to people locally that was actually in event planning and design. And we started taking workshops and courses and just started to learn and try to and work on our craft. And so and that's pretty much kind of how I've gotten where I am now is just putting in the work. Nice. What up, though, Black Friday family, and welcome back to another installment of the Black Friday's podcast. We are continuing my Big Fat Detroit wedding series, and of course, I'm joined with none other than Mrs. Turner. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. And we have uh, a superstar in the building, somebody who was able to take the vision that we had and that we sought out for the wedding and actually bring it to life to make this whole thing an extravaganza and and a a festive event, to say the least. None other than Shania Caldwell of MPQ. How are you? I'm doing well, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm gonna move this a little bit closer to you. There you go. Well, thank you for joining us today. We definitely really appreciate it. And then, like I said, you truly was the person to be able to bring our vision together for the wedding. So it, it wouldn't have been possible without you and all the other vendors we had a chance to work with. So we had to have you here and learn more about you and and your uh, you MPQ and Shani the person. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, um, I have to just piggyback on that. The amount of reviews and feedback that we have gotten about our wedding, specifically the, the reception decor, people like family members like, yeah, <clears throat> I've been showing pictures of your wedding to people. And it's like, okay, like, thanks. It's like, yeah, I just had to show them like, you know, the floral arrangements and this and that. And then like, we've been places that's like, yeah, somebody was talking about your wedding at the beauty shop. Or somebody, <laughs> one of the groomsmen was like, yeah, I was at work and somebody was like, Man, it was a fire wedding at Eastern Market. He was like, they was talking about y'all wedding in third place. Like, he was, was like, I was there. So, <laughs> oh, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Nothing but right reviews. The best thing I heard that night was somebody was just walking around looking at the decor of like, I feel like I'm in love with hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> Time. So, yeah, actually, I had a client call me for her wedding, but she said one of her friends was just driving downtown, and she happened to just walk into the wedding. Yeah, we, we got a few of those. those. We got a few yeah. of those. And I'm like, are you serious? She was like, yeah. And she said, the pictures online doesn't do justice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yes. Uh, all of that decor, the video that you saw, that... Mm-hmm. Thank you to Shania. So, yes. We're so excited to have you today. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So we all give people a chance to introduce themselves and share their stories from obviously your perspective. So if you could introduce us to who Shania is, then also tell us more about MPQ and what you offer. Mm-hmm. So um, I started MPQ, uh, I want to say about seven years ago. And uh, we offer 
wedding planning, wedding design services, as well as we do social and corporate events. So if someone's having a baby shower, birthday party, we can handle that. And even, you know, any type of company party or gala. Um, the reason I started NPQ was that I've always had a Nash for um, being creative and designing. But for me, it's been a journey of what started out as a journey of trying to figure out where do I fit in? Where do I place this? So mm -hmm. for a while, it took me a minute to get to, okay, I want to design events. I want to plan. Um, at first, I thought like, okay, maybe I should go into fashion. I like fashion and style. Listen, I started taking these fashion classes. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about sewing, drawing. I'm like, this is not my thing. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. And so I lived in California for a period of time. And I started to put on these events for these companies um, to drive traffic to their brand because at that time social media started to get really big so it was pretty much bringing bloggers and influencers out to drive traffic to their brand and just create a buzz and it the turnout was so great and I was like I kind of like this event thing so that's when I finally came back to Michigan I got with my mom and I'm like you're always throwing these fabulous parties for my brother um, my brothers and I was like let's start you know an event planning business so at first it was literally a hobby I, mm -hmm. it was when I tell you we started from the bottom I mean we started from <laughs> like literally started from my mom's basement <laughs> and it was and we were just doing stuff you know like mm -hmm. and then it for me it's always about mindset and just being willing to learn so we started, you know, talking to people locally that was actually in event planning and design. And we started taking workshops and courses and just started to learn and try to and work on our craft. And so and that's pretty much kind of how I've gotten where I am now is just putting in the work. Nice. In terms of. I mean, your style to me is so unique and signature when you look at different designers like across social media. Because, I mean, we talked about this. Um, I use social media for most of our vendors just in terms of finding them. And, of course, when I came across you, I was like, oh, no, I, her, like her, like Aww. we want to do her. So um, <laughs> how did you kind of craft or do you even see it? Do you see the uniqueness in how you design things versus like maybe another, you know, designer coordinator um do you see the uniqueness in how you do things because to me it's very distinct like when i look at something I'm like oh she did that i think it's it's natural it's mm -hmm. like a net so i don't really see it but what i do see is that if i look at other i would say locally other decorators locally i may say okay i do love the way my team focus on polishing and making sure things are neat mm -hmm. so those are the things that i do look at or even the details but I don't necessarily know or can describe like, I don't know, because it's like a natural thing. thing. Yeah, it's, it's just part of your process. Yeah, it's, it's not something that I've tried to sit around and build. Like, mm -hmm. okay, I want my style to be like this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to take this from this person. Mm -hmm. It's a, just a natural instinct. Nice. And one thing that I will say is that through the pro throughout the process and working with you, I used to tell Amanda, like, I, I could see the visionary. Like, I, I understood, like, where you were trying to go with things. Even though I didn't fully understand everything that, like, we would talk about in detail. It could have something <laughs> to do with me being a man. I don't know. Maybe it just wasn't me understanding. But I was like, but I, I trusted the vision because I'm like, she 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 knows what she's doing. She knows where she's going with it. Like, I, I don't have to worry about it or try to nip out. I'm like, I know it's going gonna, it's gonna to turn out because, like, the way that you kind of, like, 
broke down the steps of like, oh, well, we can do this or maybe we can tweet this, do that. I was like, yeah, she, I'm like, she got the vision. She knows she got the glow, as they say. Yes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I think a part of it is just planning, mm-hmm. just planning and just being prepared. Um, like, I don't know how many times I went to your venue. I probably could have went to East Denver here, what, about four times? At least. Because I talked to you a couple times. You was like, yeah, I was just up there yesterday. I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, I think that, I think that your venue was, well, I would say the space was very challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, well, first, like, we're working with a space that doesn't have any tables, doesn't have any chairs. Nothing. It was build a reception. It's literally, literally a shed. It's called Shed 5, and it's literally a <laughs> That's shed. That's what you that get. That is all you get. The and shed was, and electricity. The space was huge. Mm-hmm. It was massive. Mm-hmm. So it was like, how do we turn this into, we still keep that aesthetic, mm-hmm. you know, the warehouse feel, but still give it a reception vibe or feel. When guests are walking in, they're like, okay, I'm in a reception. I'm not just under a shed. Yes. You know, so... It was, and then it took a lot of, um, it took a lot of something as simple as just measurements. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, just knowing like where to place this and where the place is, how far out to go. Mm -hmm. Because we just didn't want to leave a lot of empty space because it would make it look like, it would make it it look more empty. Yes. And it felt very intimate. That was some feedback that we got for as massive as it was, um, the way that you built the decor and the space, it felt very intimate in terms of just like, it's like, oh, I'm just sitting across from somebody. So I want to put a pause in the background questions for a moment, introduce you to my favorite part of Black Fridays, which is Freestyle Fridays. So We uh, did some digging. We understand that you were a performing artist back in the day, a rapper, so to speak. She like, what you talking about? <laughs> he always start that way. <laughs> she I'm like, like really? wait, that was not what we agreed to. She yes. like, I don't know what he talking about. <laughs> no, it's it's a random assortment of questions. They all about you, so you shouldn't get them wrong. And we just want you to answer each one and answer honestly. Okay. All right. So the ran- most random job did you feel like you ever had? I worked at Pizza Hut. that was actually my first job because i wanted to buy my own clothes you know like my mom was buying my yeah my mom was like buying my clothes i'm like i don't want to wear this stuff anywhere i want to wear the stuff that my mom has always been fancy when i Mm -hmm. say she's always been over the top but like me i feel like i'm a little bit more calmed down i do like style but i'm a little bit more toned down i'm like i'm just I'm like, these clothes, this is a lot. I'm like, I want to buy my own stuff. I want to have my own style. Mm-hmm. So it goes back to that natural instinct of style. Mm-hmm. And so I got a job working at my stepdad at the time, convinced I was too young to work. And he actually convinced the um, manager to let me work. And so I started working at like 15, 14, 15 wow. at Pizza Hut. <laughs> hey, you said I got to get this cash. So we, we, talk, we talk about this often and how when you worked there, was it when Pizza Hut was like at its peak and it was a vibe oh. where it was the sit down restaurant, they had the salad bar. Like, is we that when you worked there or you worked there later on? So, yes, that's when I started working there. But the one that I worked at was actually off Livernois. And um, that one was kind of like a takeout type of place. We didn't okay. have seating, but there were other ones around that had a seating area. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's when Pizza Hut was like really good, right? Exactly, it's it, it an experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, we were we were packed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you uh, like to spend your off days? Um, I like. Okay, so 
It depends. So I have an eight-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. So when I... I'm with my daughter. I like to find something fun for us to do. So I'm either with her or I like to just I like to just go hang out because I like to just take my mind off of things. And when I say go hang out, it may be just finding something cool to do around the city. It may just like, let's just go out of town. Mm-hmm. Um, anything that's new that's out, I'll like just go to like, for instance, I went to uh, what was it? Hush. It was like a Halloween um, it was like a haunted house experience, but it was mm-hmm. cool because it wasn't just a haunted house. Like you walk in and they have like uh, a bar. It was like three different bars in there. Okay? okay. But then they had like the scary monsters like walking around while you're getting your drinks trying to scare you. Then they had like different performers like the flamethrowers or okay. the aerial dancers. Um, it was like a full out experience. So I love experiences. Mm-hmm. So I like to just go places where I'm able to gain an experience. That's dope. I'm noticing a the theme here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the experience. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so I would be remiss if I didn't ask this question. What's the craziest thing that you've seen at a wedding? I've seen a cake fall. Oh, no. I've seen a cake fall. And the sad part about it is that it was actually my cousin. She's going to kill me for this. It was my cousin's wedding. So- <laughs> Listen. Listen. Oh, man. I didn't hire the baker. Mm. You know, it was outsourced. And the cake came in wrong. And I told them this cake was wrong. But they decided to still um, put it on display and the cake fell. Now, when you say the cake fell, so like, is this like a couple tiers of cake? No, like the whole cake like a four tier cake, three to four tier cake or so? The cake like, well, you can tell when a cake is about to fall, fall. because it's kind of tilted. It doesn't look stable. So mm-hmm. the cake wasn't stable. Mm-hmm. So it, the cake fell. Um, my cousin was crying. Oh. Dang. She cried throughout her wedding, and that's why I always enforce on couples. It's so important to have a professional day of coordinator to mm-hmm. help mitigate your day because of that experience with my cousin. Like she was crying throughout her entire wedding reception. Wow. Dang. Wow. I I don't know. I thought it. Yeah. That's mm. okay. Um, in terms of. What's your favorite part about uh, doing a wedding? What's your absolute favorite like aspect? I think my favorite aspect uh, aspect is probably just coming up with putting the design together mm-hmm. and then also seeing the results at the end. Like actually seeing something that go from a mock-up to reality. That's mm. my favorite part. Sometimes it's pretty amazing because sometimes the weddings turn out better than I even could have imagined myself. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Nice, nice. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, let's see what what else did I have for you? Um, who would you say if you had to pick? Who would you like to work with in terms of? Do you have like a dream team you could assemble of people in your industry that you would like to work with if you haven't already worked with them so far? Do you mean like local? It could be local. It could be be like anybody that you may like follow or pay attention to Mm -hmm. that you like, man, if I just if I had them for like a huge wedding, like we could we could knock it out the park. Oh, goodness. You know what? 
I would say it would be a lot of, um, I would say there's actually designers that's out of state mm-hmm. and also photographers and videographers that's out of state that I would love to, I, I mean, I wish, I mean, it, it's kind of hard to, when you live in a different state, you know, and because for the first, well, first of all, you have to have a client that choose these vendors Absolutely. and they put them together. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like crazy, but when you think about if you want to dream up anything, mm-hmm. it would definitely be some of the designers that I follow online mm-hmm. because I look at their work and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so <laughs> amazing. Like, how does it even get like this? And mm-hmm. then you see like the photographers and the videographers, it's the way in which they capture yeah. the look. And they make, sometimes the photographers can make it look three times better than what it actually looks in person. Yeah, when they show you that, like the shot versus the photo, like um, set up sometimes, you yes. like, how did you get that? Like I saw something it was literally like them holding a shoe on a stand, but it literally looked like smoke was like flying in. So yeah, I, I understand. Well, thank you for participating in Freestyle Friday. She passed successfully. So <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you in, engaging in the randomness of questions. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I want to go back into learning more about you because you mentioned that you, for as long as you can remember, you've been a creative or in a creative space. I want to know before you got into uh, events and wedding planning and things of that nature. Where, what was your background professionally? I was actually working in sales. Mm-hmm. I um, worked in advertising sales and then I also worked in pharmaceutical sales. And that was right before. Well, actually, I, when we started this business, I was working in pharmaceutical sales, and then eventually I um, transitioned full time into like event planning. So you mentioned this, um, we didn't know this before, that you lived in California for a little bit. So how long were you out there and like, how did you start doing corporate events out there? So I went out there to go to school. So I lived in San Francisco because I went to the Academy of Art University. Mm. So I, um, I studied with a lot of artists. So it was crazy because I was able, well, I was studying like multimedia communications and fashion journalism, but because I was working around a lot of artists who were studying like web design and studying all types of stuff, we, they actually taught me a lot of stuff, which fast forward, I actually use in my business now. And I didn't even take those courses. Mm-hmm. I was just around them yeah. all the time, learning from them. Um, and then from then on, you know, you always have to take like internships or mentorship programs, or you just have to get a job, especially in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And so I just ended up working for a lot of like, uh, designer companies or different companies and that's how I will go and start putting these events on for them mm-hmm. um, and then surely like once I graduated from the Academy of Art University in San Francisco I ended up moving to Los Angeles for a couple of years so I lived there for a couple of years as well before moving back to Michigan wow nice little journey there is there any difference in how they do stuff out there from like an event perspective as to what is done here in michigan do you see any differences between the two definitely i just i think that california places like california they do stuff before we do it and it's not just in events i feel like it's 
overall. Mm -hmm. You know, even some of the, maybe some of the stores or the shops we may have, they have it way before Michigan even gets it. So a lot of the different aesthetics or styles you see, or let's just say new sofas or new chairs, like they have access to um, a lot of those items before. And I noticed that like, even when I'm looking at pictures now, um, I would see certain chairs and I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's so beautiful. I wish I could incorporate it, incorporate it into my wedding. And then I will see like a year later, my vendors will Get locally will start getting it. In terms of <clears throat> weddings and just overall events, what's the most challenging part of the process for you? Uh, the most challenging, well, I would always say budget. Mm -hmm. Stay. You have to stay within the budget, right? Yeah, we and, know about that. Amelia <laughs> <laughs> uh, email was like, uh, uh, "Does this fit within the previously outlined?" <laughs> so a lot of times, the budget, especially when you you're a creative and you think big, mm -hmm. like, okay, I have to bring it down a notch. Mm -hmm. You know, I have to stay within this budget. You know, how do we? How do we get this grand look or this big look or make something look amazing, but still be able to scale it back to fit into what our client has set in terms of budget? And then also just sometimes it could even be execution. And what I mean by that is that you want to make sure everything goes as well as you envision it. And so you have to work, you have to be able to work well with others. And that's like other vendors, other partners. And sometimes you may hire people and they could be doing something that's set up or while you're executing it and it's not what you wanted. Mm -hmm. And I even on the day of your wedding, like, Oh my gosh. Like I had to step outside. <laughs> I had to step outside. Like I almost cried. I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest, I almost cried. <laughs> but like, you know, and then especially like when you're really passionate and I'm like, yeah. it, it has to go right. Yeah. So that could be like the challenging times. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's the shit. That's the shit. No, I can see that. Yeah. That's real. And I once, as far as the budget conversation, I had thought about like one of the suggestions you had made to us was having a butler at the wedding, which was super dope. We had a butler at our wedding. He did. He was dope. He was great, and he probably was like, "Man, this is an easy job because we didn't we didn't ask for a lot or needed a whole lot from our perspective." Uh -huh, but yeah. he was like, "All right, well, I'm gonna figure out how to dive he in." He was helping other out places. wherever. Yeah. And it was a whole situation about. So we had made sure that the alcohol liquor got delivered to uh -huh. the the venue in the morning way before the wedding and then at some point in time people couldn't figure out where certain the juice was yeah, the yeah, juice was. we was like and then so the butler disappeared for maybe about 45 minutes to an hour or something like that he came back like y'all figured out where the, uh, where the juice was yeah, everybody like, <laughs> gave up it was like no <laughs> the Drake. he literally came he had a in his hand he was right. like what you need yeah. <laughs> shout out to yeah him. shout out to the butler that was an amazing suggestion to, to have him there yeah Greg the butler yeah thank you Greg we appreciate you your services and he had changed out of his butler attire at the end of the night with his street clothes like y'all need anything else like we good bro Literally, yeah. to the point we got in, I think when we were leaving, he was still there. Like, y'all yeah. need anything? It was right. like, thank you. Right, yeah. No, Greg he, is yeah. awesome. He yeah. is. He's he amazing. He, he did the thing. So, yes. yeah, we appreciate him for yeah. sure. And you, one of the things that I learned in terms of working with you, because it's like, you know certain things that you need, but like the details. Like, you keep people on point with the details. And I think that's so important in terms of the day of. Like, I remember us, one of the conversations I remember us going back and forth about, and you had to just like change my perspective. We were talking about those tables and where we were going to sit the food. 
Oh man, we it's had like the, uh, the buffet. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. Because again, we only Logistics. had a certain amount of space that actually worked for that, based on how you know our venue was built. But it came together. I and, worked out perfectly. And you, yes, shout out to you, because I was like, I just don't know. And I remember at one point, I think I asked you, I was like, I mean, I don't know what to do anymore. You was like, well, look, we could just shift everything. I was like, that that sounds great. <laughs> 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 yes, because one thing I always try to keep in mind is like pictures. Yes. Because I feel like this is your big day. You really only have one opportunity of getting really nice pictures. And so when photographers and videographers are taking pictures, they're only going to be able to crop so much. So if you have a lot of things that are not aesthetic, aesthetically um, pleasing in the way the pictures aren't going to come out as well and you'll regret it afterwards but you you won't see it until the until end. Mm -hmm. it'll be too late yeah so yeah thank you for <laughs> keeping us on point with that it definitely you created a moment up there yeah. and i would awesome. hate it to have interrupted that with some buffet tables exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you much. so speaking of that and keeping in mind the decor the scenery the aesthetics all those good things one thing that i know that you have been big on from a creative perspective and like branding marketing is social media and like putting effort into the type of videos and content that you put out there to show people your work and what mm -hmm. you do so I just wanted to uh, pick your brain about how do you go about evaluating what type of content to develop and put out there? Like, how do you assemble like the team to put that together? And like, what is your process for anybody who might be listening and like, well, how can I step up my social media presence mm -hmm. in my social media game? Mm -hmm. So I actually hire a, a professional photographer and content creator and they come out to like my weddings and my events and they actually get the footage. So a lot of times the clients will have their own videographer and their own photographer. And I think that some um, designers and decorators rely on that and not or they just may use their own phone and they don't rely or they may not want to invest or spend the money on having their own team but the reason I do it is because it's a part of the business you know it's a part of your advertising and your marketing and I feel like iPhone is great but it only takes you so much it only takes you so far. Mm -hmm. And also it's different when you have, cause it's so much to run a business and now you're trying to put all these clips together and do all this. When you actually have someone that can come in and capture the moments, put together your reel for you and just give it to you, you just have to post it. <laughs> like yeah. it's a breath of fresh air. Mm -hmm. So what I've done was I actually hired someone to, well, I have two girls that actually does that for me. And that's the best thing that I've ever could have done. But for me, I do a lot of the editing. So they send me a lot of the raw clips. They send me a lot of the, um, like the pictures and I go through and choose what I actually want to post. And what I, what I, the way I make that decision is based on like, what do I want to show? I don't have to show everything. Like, mm -hmm. what am I selling? What do I want people to actually see what's available for their event? Nice. What I really like is the behind the scenes that you do and you kind of like break down, well, this is why we did this. This is how this all comes together and like being able to give insights as to what went behind the actual design of things. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was dope to be able to see some of the process because clearly we weren't there that day. Right. right. But I love being able to see kind of like what that looked like in terms of like setting up that day. So, oh, damn, was that many people there? Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. It was a team. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was like 
a full production. Yeah. A full production. In terms of um, building your team, how have you, one, built like your suppliers in terms of some of the, you know, like the the ceiling designs or who you like get your chairs and things from, um, as well as how have you built your team for actual execution of the day of in terms of actual setup and things like that? Like how, what has that process been like for you? Um, that's something that I've done over the years. So when I'm looking for vendors, I look for like, for instance, the floors that I'm going to work with or like even anyone that does like ceiling installations or drapery. I always look for people that have like a similar style as me. Mm -hmm. So I can look at a florist's work and I'm like, it's not like the flowers are not big enough or it doesn't have like a flair to it. And then I look at some floors and I'm like, that's it. Like I have to work with them. Mm -hmm. So typically during the off season is when I will reach out to them and kind of talk to them about upcoming events. And then I always make sure that their budget aligns with my current clientele's budget. Mm -hmm. That's something that's like very important because it's like, if you know, like they're charging a certain amount of money and you don't have the clientele for that, like why bring them on as a vendor? It's, right. it's, it's pointless. Mm -hmm. So um, that's pretty much how, how I've done it over the years. But one thing that's very important is to build relationships with your vendors and not just see them as somebody that's coming and doing work for you. Mm -hmm. So even if it's a vendor that I haven't worked with in a long time, I always just check in on them and just keep an open relationship with them. And a lot of times, like, my vendors like go hard for me so i like even during your wedding like i was just so happy because like one of my vendors actually like helped help mm -hmm. like help when it was like it was a point where i was like about to be in tears and like he went back to his warehouse got some more you know drapes mm -hmm. and pipes and like all this stuff and came back for me and he oh. just made that front area just so beautiful and i was just so happy so um like they really like just whatever you need mm -hmm. so but that comes along with building relationships. relationships over mm -hmm. time yeah i'm curious for you because you do the designing you also do wedding planning and do you do coordination as well i have a uh coordinator that works with us because I, I feel like I can't do all. Oh, yeah. All, yeah. Right. You can't. I mean, I, I don't feel like I can because I want to be able to pay attention on the day of to make sure the design process is going well. But throughout the, let's just say throughout the 12 months, I can do the planning. But on the day of, I have a coordinator to take over. Gotcha. Because I was going to ask you, do you feel that it's easy? Is it more challenging doing the planning and like going through the entire process or just being doing the design and then coming and being a part of a team that you may have not necessarily assembled. It depends on the team. Okay. So for example, for your particular wedding, those vendors I've worked with. So I had, for the most part, I've had relationships with them in the past. So mm -hmm. I knew them all. Mm -hmm. um, and that wasn't a challenge at all. Like, I I know how they work. Mm -hmm. So from the moment they walk into the room, I know what they expect. I know what they're trying to do. I know what they need. When it's the first look, they are they always look to me to give them that cue. Like, we just work well together. It flows. Mm -hmm. There has been weddings or events where the client wanted to bring their own team in, and I don't know them. And I don't know how they work. And I'm just like, this is hard because I'm here to just, for this particular event, to just decorate 
and you're asking me for all of this and i'm Extra like stuff. i don't even know what's like this is too much yeah um but then in terms of planning for like 12 months a lot of times when i plan a client's wedding for 12 months they will go with my preferred vendors. It may just be one or two that they go with of their own, but for the most part, it's my preferred vendors. So that's never really an issue. Um, but I do notice a lot of clients that go with the full, like 12 months of planning, um, coordination and design. Mm -hmm. They tend to have a less stressful experience um, only because, you know, it's almost like a one-stop shop. Yeah. So you know mm -hmm. how like when you have to um, go to several different people and talk to several different people, you're dealing with all these different personalities and it's like, oh, this is a lot versus if you went through one person, you only have to deal with this one person the entire time and mm -hmm. this person is going to handle everything for yes. you. Yeah, mm -hmm. so, it's different. That's for sure. <laughs> you meet a lot of people yeah. in yeah. the wedding planning yeah. process oh, yeah. yeah, and yeah. you're just like this is a lot and I have to call this person yes. to call this. and then you're still trying to maintain yourself and yes. not be so stressed out yes. so I would say that would probably be the biggest difference Okay. <laughs> how do you go about working with new vendors like uh, do people seek you out do you seek them out sometimes is it a mixture of both I think it's a mixture of both I have a lot of vendors that contact me um and then immediately if they contact me and i'm taking a look at their work i'm like oh yeah i have to work with this person mm -hmm. for sure let's think of something to do um and then how do you tell people no I don't. <laughs> no, I'll let you know. Yeah. I'll let you know. Yeah, I, don't, I, I, yeah, 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 I, don't, I mean, because I don't know if it's ever a no. Mm -hmm. right. It may just be like, I don't need you at this particular time, but maybe next year or the year after, mm -hmm. I may need you, you mm -hmm. know? So um, it could be something like that. So I think it's just the vice versa. Like I reach out to some people, they reach out to me. Social media is a really good platform for that mm -hmm. uh, without having to, because I think in the past you probably needed to go to a lot of networking events or Google people to kind of figure out. But when you're seeing them come up in your feed on social media, it's way easier to come in contact with vendors. Right. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, in terms of like the wedding planning process or the preparation process. What's the earliest you've ever had a bride reach out to you in terms of prepping for a wedding? Two years prior. <laughs> okay. Were they engaged? I yeah. guess. <laughs> I've had... <laughs> Somebody I... have heard the story. That's all I'm going to say on I that one. Have... Well, I've had... <laughs> Clients say, well, we will be getting engaged soon. So okay. we want to. Okay. They want to start the start budget. The budget and, and see what the pricing is going to be. Yeah. Um, so typically it could have been two years before. One year prior to the wedding is sufficient. Mm -hmm. Okay. Dope. Dope. Um, as far as. The, what you're currently offering, what you do, is there anything that you're looking to expand into in the future that you might want to uh, dig into, like an aspect of the business that you haven't done quite yet? I want to expand more into corporate events. Yes. So doing more creative corporate events. That's something that I haven't. I mean, we've taken on a few corporate events, but that's not that's something where I've just kind of left open and it's definitely an area in which I want to do more of. 
as somebody who uh, works for like a Fortune 500 company, they need you. I'll let you know that right now. Because some of these events don't be having no flavor. They just show up, food be bad. Like hey, the court, there is no decor. Like it, they, they need you. I really? In short, yeah. Oh, wow. Sure. Okay. That's great to know. <laughs> <laughs> so make those connections. A ASAP. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. In terms of your business, um, you also have an academy. Uh, is that correct mm -hmm. for yes. design? Yes. How does that work and what does that look like for you? Um, so I actually wrote an ebook. It's a digital ebook um, and it's available on Amazon right now. And um, it talks about pretty much the steps to building a successful event planning and design business. Um, one of the main subjects that I talk about is planning, uh, having a process and being prepared. And just being willing to learn, you know, sometimes people start their business and they feel like they know it all. I don't need to learn anything else. I'm just going to keep going. Or they just don't, they don't see the value in investing in themselves. So they continue to stay stagnant and do what they're doing because they didn't want to invest into a workshop or a course to learn more. Mm -hmm. And um, I also offer courses in which I typically will do like more in the winter months when we're slow. Um, and they're typically like online courses and I can also do like one-on-one -on -one mentorship programs as well. I always try to have stuff like that available. Anyone that, you know, is looking to start their business or wants some sort of advice or feedback. That's very cool. And if I'm not mistaken, is your mom your business partner? Yes. Yeah, so my mom, so we started out together and then my mom branched off. So one of the aspects of the business that she loves, she loves drapery. Mm. Oh, so okay. yeah. So she branched off and now her focus is like doing like she so she do drapery for a lot of the local um decorators and designers in the area. So that's her main focus. So a lot of times she does drapery for us. Sometimes she does, sometimes she doesn't. It just mm -hmm. depends. But she's always there at setup with mm -hmm. me. Um, and she's like, whenever I'm trying, like she's good with like colors. Mm -hmm. So whenever I'm trying to coordinate colors, I always call her because like she can put colors together. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so like, so like she's all, she's like still there for like advice and um, like business wise. And then also, um, like drapery is her thing. <laughs> I, I was gonna ask what it's like operating in the sense of because it's such a uh, family business. So I was wondering, like, what is that dynamic like in working with your mom? Granted that you know she has that that eye that you just mentioned mm -hmm. for certain things. I think that I think that it's been a journey um, because it's been a lot of growth, just trying to figure out where we even fit in in the industry, you know, mm -hmm. and just learning what our niche is. And like I said, she learned that what she enjoyed most was doing drapery. And so what I did was it, it took some pushing. You know how moms are like, or parents in general, they're really stubborn. Yes. <laughs> so, so like, I was like, you know, I actually came up with this logo for her, like Sean's Drapery. And um, like, okay, well, here, here's a business for you. Here's your logo. Here's everything. This is what you're going to do. This is what you it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. 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 this is what it's going to be. Here's your social media. Yep. Okay. Yep. And so like, you know, all the decorators in the areas, I'm like, there's a market for this because mm -hmm. 
there's a lot of decorative designers in the area who um, do not want to invest in buying pipes and drapes, you know, but they, they definitely need, need this. Yep. You know, they need it in terms of their events, even if it's just a backdrop. Mm -hmm. I said, the business is there and I'm seeing it. Um, so I'm like, that's business for you. Mm -hmm. And so now, like, she's doing awesome. Like, like she's even working during the week. Like, she, <laughs> she stayed booked up and she's excited about it. She's like, so happy like it like in the beginning she was like this i want to do this yeah. <laughs> but like she loves it that's dope. i love that i love that for her that's that's huge yeah, that's yeah. Dope. nice um so in terms of mpq where do you see mpq going in the future and how do you plan to expand so in the future like i said i want to start focusing more on like bigger special events corporate events and definitely weddings mm -hmm. that's more of like the future like i really want to do like really large special events that come to that comes to like the D metro detroit area mm -hmm. um so more like say like the nfl draft is coming you want to do stuff with like them oh my gosh that would be amazing <laughs> <laughs> make some shape that, make it that would be amazing so yeah. definitely like expanding in that direction mm. got you got if you're you. in the league hit up shania holler at mpq yes, make sure yes. y'all tap in <laughs> <laughs> so for the good people that would want to utilize your services in the future some people are aspiring to get married and and we're utilizing you for an event those corporate events we just talked about what's your website your social media handles all that good info that the people can get in contact with you yes so our website is mpqevents.com on our contact us page you can just schedule a consultation and um, our instagram handle and facebook handle is mpq events nice very nice well we really appreciate you taking the time to join us on the podcast today we if we had to do an interview with like we had to make sure that we had you on here because it was so essential to the overall process of Absolutely. us uh, oh, curating the, the wedding. So, yeah, we yeah. definitely appreciate the work that you did with us. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I love this. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you. Again, Absolutely. thank you for the experience. We've got nothing but positive and amazing feedback. So, oh, so it's been a great that. time. So, yeah. Rich, random, before we wrap up, you work with any celebrities or any uh, upper upper echelon folks? Um. <laughs> so locally that you can disclose <laughs> well we have worked with some locally like okay. for instance uh, some rappers locally I'll okay. say that okay. I'll okay. say that right. some Fair local enough. rappers yes we yeah. have done some of their events like baby showers and birthday parties nice nice, nice. That, that well everybody watching we appreciate y'all tapping in and we'll talk to you soon peace, peace.